Hello, Hokanui family. Um, hope you're doing well. And uh, I know for having having a chat to a number of different people over the uh, current week, it's um, lockdown can be a time of actually enjoyment for a lot of people, uh, for some people. Uh, they enjoy the time that, that they're given and they're enjoying the time with family. For others, it can be um, pretty similar to, to normal. Um, and for others, it can be really difficult. Um, so whatever you're going through at the moment uh, with lockdown, we can hold on to the truth that the Lord is sovereign and that he is in control and uh, he will uh, see his way through this. So hope you're okay. Uh, just wanted to bring this to you as an opportunity to um, have some time uh, in the word of God uh, together, even though we're in different places and we're spread out through Hamilton and beyond, just an opportunity to be able to get into the word of God together. Um, so looking forward to being able to be back as a family of God uh, in level two and fellowshipping together as we give praise and worship to our wonderful Lord and Saviour and to our wonderful God. But now we have this wonderful chance to delve into, into the Word. So um, let's en enjoy this time together as we do that. Uh, with um, When our family is in lockdown, we, we kind of do home church together on a Sunday. Um, and it's a, it is a really nice time. Lisa plays the piano and we'll sing some songs. Um, we'll also have a time where we uh, all share some verses that we're um, been reading or that are important to us and share why. And uh, and then we'll sit down and, and watch maybe a video like this or a teaching time uh, together as a family. But last Sunday, when we were, had our first Sunday in lockdown, we, we did the same thing. And we had a time of sharing um, some verses that were important to us. And one of the kids um, shared from Psalm 118. And um, I've been dwelling on it and thinking about it over the course of this week, and it's been a real blessing to me. And so we're going to delve into and have a look at um, some of the key things in, in Psalm 118. So Psalm 118. And um, pray it will be a blessing to you, just as it's been a real blessing to me. One of the interesting things about Psalm 118, it's kind of sandwiched between um, the shortest chapter in the Bible, which is Psalm 117, and the longest chapter in the Bible, which is Psalm 119. And for those of you that really like numbers, uh, Psalm 118 verses 8 and 9, and my understanding, um, are the middle verses of the whole Bible. Now, I know we get time in lockdown to, to do things that we may not normally get a chance to do, but I can confirm I have not sat down and counted every verse in um, the Bible to confirm that the stat is true, but it's my understanding that those verses are actually the middle verses, and they are wonderful verses. We'll get to those as we have a look through this. So. If you've got your Bibles, uh, open up to Psalm 118, and we'll just kind of go through this as a devotion uh, all together. Now, just one of the things with Psalm 118, it is one of um, six chapters. So from Psalm 113 through to Psalm 118, those six chapters of Psalms, those six um, Psalms, are um, part of the Egyptian Halil, which is 
The Hallel is the is praise in Hebrew, um, and they um, remind us of God's wonderful redemption and the praise to Him for that. Especially um, His His take bringing the people out of Egypt. Now these um, these chapters were were sung at a number of the festivals, particularly um, Passover, uh, Pentecost, and Tabernacles. So the um, and especially at Passover because they're very relevant. Um, and they're a wonderful reminder for us to praise the Lord. But if we go just quickly, if we went to um, Matthew chapter 26, verse 30. So Matthew 26, verse 30. And this is what it says. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out onto the out to the Mount of Olives. So when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. So Jesus is... Um, having the Passover meal with his disciples and they finished it and they, they're coming to the end of it, they've sung a hymn and they go out to the Mount of Olives. Um, within hours, he will be arrested and he will be crucified. Um, so Jesus is most likely singing this hymn, this psalm, Psalm 118, at that um, at, before they go out to the garden. So um, very poignant psalm and also... Um, a wonderful psalm of praise, and especially when we think that our Lord would have been singing this particular psalm hours before he was crucified. Um, so there's, there's wonderful truth, wonderful um, blessing in the psalm as well. So let's um, read these verses, and I'm, I'm not going to go through the whole um, uh, the whole chapter real deeply, but. Just love, I've just been so blessed as we've gone through this uh, myself over the course of this week, um, and I just want to share that with you. So if we look at the first verses in there, so verses 1 through to 4, it says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let Israel now say his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Aaron now say, his mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord now say, his mercy endures forever. I love the way that this, this, this psalm starts where it says, oh, give thanks. There's a real emotion to it. And um, the psalmist is kind of calling us to really give thanks and praise to the Lord. Um, oh, give thanks to the Lord. Why? For he is good. For no other reason should we need to give thanks to the Lord, but for he is good. And it's not, we don't need to wait until he has done, he has blessed us or given us something. We give thanks to God because he is good. We give thanks to God for who he is. And what a, what a call and reminder that is to us to be able to give thanks to God because of who he is, because he is good. And then it goes on and it talks about um, his mercy endures forever. So his mercy is forever. And we can hold on to that truth. Um, when we're going through difficult times or good times, we can hold on to the truth that his mercy is forever. And it calls there, calls the people of Israel to be reminded and to praise him for his mercy. It calls the priests, the people of Aaron, to give and praise him for his mercy. And it calls us is um, those who fear the Lord, so the Gentiles, those who trust in God, 
be reminded and call on and give him praise and thanks for his mercy endures forever. We're included in that opportunity to give thanks to God. Uh, The verse then continues on in verses 5 through to 9. So 5 to 9, it says, I called on the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire on those who hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. And again, we have this wonderful truth that there's a a real activeness on our part in in verse 5, I called on the Lord. I didn't wait, I didn't sit around, but I called on the Lord. In my distress, so when we're in times of difficulty and times of goodness, we can it's um, we can call upon the Lord in our time of distress. We can, it's an active thing. We can we can actively do that. And it says the Lord answered, and it says on there, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And what are uh, when we are going through times of, of distress, as the psalmist was. Um, we can hold on to that truth that the Lord is on my side. What can man do to me? I don't need to fear. Um, and then often that's that's where we will feel, and that's totally normal. But we can hold on to this verse that when we know that the Lord is on my side, I do not need to fear. I can um, trust in him. What can man do to me when the Lord is on my side? Who better to have on our side than the Lord himself? In those verses in 8 and 9, which are the middle verses of the Bible, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. So, and when we're in this time of lockdown, you know, and um, around the world things are going crazy, but who better put our trust in than the Lord? Uh, it is better to trust him than in, in, in the governments and all the things that are happening around us. We can put our trust in the Lord as believers in Jesus Christ. And what a wonderful thing to be able to hold on to there. Goes on in verses 10 through to 14. All nations surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They surrounded me, yet they Uh, So, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They surrounded me like bees. They were quenched like a fire of thorns. For in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. You pushed me violently that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength, my song, and he has become my salvation. So in this time of distress for the psalmist, and with all the things going around him, he could call upon the name of the Lord. And so can we. And the Lord was with him. And we see this wonderful at the end of those in verse end of 13 and verse 14. But the Lord helped me. So in our time of death, we can hold on to the truth that the Lord will help us. But then this reality that the Lord is my strength. He is the one who um, 
we can hold on to. He is the one that will get us through. The Lord is my song. He is the one who gives us joy. And he has become my salvation. He is the one um, who saves me, who delivers me. So we have that wonderful truth there that this is when we call on the Lord, when we're in times of struggles um, or times of good, you know, he is my strength. He is my song and he is my salvation. He is the one I can hold on to who will get me through. He is the one who gives me joy and he is the one who will deliver me. Praise the Lord for that. And then we continue. Um, 15 to 20, the voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die but live and declare the words of the Lord. The Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go through them and I will praise the Lord through which the righteous. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous shall enter. So there's a calling there in verse 18, um, verse 17, sorry, that I will declare the works of the Lord, you know, through what he, what we go through. And we know we can trust in him. We know we can hold on to him, that he will be our salvation. He will be our strength. He will be our song. And I can declare the works of the Lord because of what he has shown through me. And it's a calling for all of us, eh, to declare and tell others about the works of the Lord. And I love these verses. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go through them. And I will praise the Lord. So we, as believers, we can come through those gates of righteousness and we can have that opportunity to praise the Lord face to face one day. And we are not through our righteousness. It's not through anything that we have done, but solely because of the righteousness of Christ, solely because of what he has done for us in his work on the cross. Through when we accept Jesus Christ as our savior, God does not look down at us and see our sinfulness then. He looks down at us and sees the righteousness of Christ. So we can come through those gates of righteousness because of and only because of what Christ has done for us on the cross. Praise the Lord for that. And one day we will have that privilege to be able to stand before him and give praise to the Lord face to face because of what he has done for us. What a wonderful day that will be. Continues in verse 21. I will praise you for you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. He will rejoice and be glad in it. I love it when you find <laughs> in scripture, when you find songs that you've sung kind of many years ago or recently, and you're like, wow, that's where they come from, you know? This is the day the Lord has made. You, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Um, some of you may not know that song. Many of you will, and it's wonderful. But it's in here we, we see this whole story about the, the, um, the stone that the builders rejected. So the stone that the Jewish leaders rejected 
has become the chief cornerstone, has become the most important one. And the chief cornerstone was laid and was part of the foundation process. And so if the cornerstone isn't um, laid right, then the foundations won't be right. If the cornerstone is off or tilted, then the, the building um, will be tilted. So the cornerstone was the most important. And from that, everything came from that. And that's who Christ is. And that was the one, he was rejected by those that um, should have known better, but he was rejected by the Jewish leaders, um, but he became the chief cornerstone. He became, the, and he is, the one who is the most important um, of all, from what all, everything will come. He is the foundation, and we can hold on to that truth that we have a wonderful foundation in Jesus Christ. And that lovely verse is, this is a day that the Lord has made. I'm not going to sing it because then you'll all turn off and it'll be us done and dusted. But this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Feel free to hum along and sing in your own house if you want to. Now, verses 25 to 29. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send me prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, and he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. We see those verses and we're reminded them in Matthew uh, 21, verse 9. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So that triumphal entry um, as Jesus comes into Jerusalem. And we, we read that in Matthew 21, um, but we, we see it here as well. And this is where it came from. Um, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Uh, in, in a very short period of time, Jesus would be crucified and he would be um, sacrificed for our sins. And we come now and we can come and we're reminded in verses 28 and 29, who are we to come and give praise to? We are come, we come to give praise to God. You are my God and I will praise you. You are my God, I will exalt you. This is who we come to give praise to. We come to give praise and exaltation to God, the one who gave us his son so that we may be saved. And then we finish with that, the same verse as what we started with. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Oh, give thanks for he to the Lord for he is good and his mercy endures forever. That reminder, that's that's our heart. It's, may that be our heart today. Um, even though we're, we're locked down and we can't be together, oh, to give thanks to the Lord for he is good. So as we look at these, I just take so many things away from it. And I'm just so I mean, really blessed just reading this, that we're called to give thanks. Our heart, may my heart be, um, regardless of what I'm going through, may my heart be, oh, to give thanks to the Lord for he is good. May I be reminded that his mercy is forever. May I be reminded that um, the Lord, what I'm, regardless of what I'm going through, the Lord is on my side and I do not need to fear because he is with me. May I be reminded that 
um, it is better to trust in him, the Lord, than it is to trust in man. Regardless of what's going on, I can hold on to that trust, that I can trust God, that he is in control, he is sovereign, and he is Lord. That be reminded that he is my strength, he is my soul, he is my salvation, he is the one I can hold on to, he is the one who gives me joy, he is the one um, who delivers me. And that through that, through his son, I can come through those gates of righteousness because of what Christ has done. And I can one day be, and I can praise the Lord face to face. Be reminded that he is the cornerstone, that he is the foundation. He is the one that everything is set from. Be, know that this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And that he is my God. And I will praise him. He is my God. And I will exalt him. Oh, give thanks. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Because he is God. He is who he is. Oh, give thanks. And may we know that his mercy endures forever. Friends, I pray that it's just that these verses will be a blessing to you as they've been a blessing to me this week. Uh, May we hold on to the truths in the word of God. We look forward to being able to come together and um, worship together. But in the meantime, if you are wanting to talk to someone, feel free to give any of the elders a call. We'd love to have a chat. Feel free to um, call one of your friends and talk to them in the church. Um, Give others a call and have a chat, and just touch base, and uh, may the, this time uh, be a time where we draw together, not maybe physically, but we can draw together um, and help and, and, and encourage each other. Maybe a time we can get into the Word of God, and um, as, as we have more time, and draw near and know Him more through His words. So bless you. Um, I'm just going to pray as we finish. Heavenly Father, we just give you thanks. We thank you um, because you are God um, and that you are good. We thank you for all you have done. We thank you that we can put our trust in you. We thank you for your salvation. We thank you for your um, that you are um, our soul and we can hold on to you, Lord. We thank you that you are the cornerstone, the chief cornerstone, the one who our foundation is built on. And Lord, we thank you that your mercy endures forever. Your mercy is forever. A mercy that we don't deserve, but you have freely given, and we give you praise, Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. We give you thanks, and we praise you this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a blessed week, everyone. May your Sunday be uh, a blessed time together, and we um, pray that your week will be a blessing as well. And we look forward to being back together as brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you.